up this weekend, um, AgriCentre South is supporting the Yamaha Blue Crew Kids Camp, which is on from the 8th to the 10th of April. Come along with any brand of bike, camp out, and enjoy two full days of riding adventures, coaching sessions, mechanic workshops, and more. Visit hokanui.co.nz for more information. And one of the attractions this weekend is Josh Coppins, of course, synonymous with New Zealand motocross across the world, and he's good enough to join us on the muster this afternoon. G'day, Josh. Thanks for joining us. How's things? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Not a problem at all. Um, people who aren't aware of um, your background, Josh, just give us a bit of an insight into Josh Coppins. Uh, yeah, started, grew up on a farm, started riding motorbikes at the age of four, started racing at the age of 11, raced locally, South Island-wide, New Zealand-wide, uh, started travelling overseas at 14, um, started racing professionally at 17, and, yeah, raced all over the world, 52 countries, uh, won... Australian, uh, I think 20 or 30 odd New Zealand, one Belgium, uh, one Italian, two British championships and 13 world championship wins. So uh, yeah, it's a career that spanned a long time. You say you started going overseas travelling at 14. What was that like? Oh, it was pretty pretty weird um, for me. I grew up in a small rural town, much like the listeners. Um, and yeah, I didn't really think too much outside of my little bubble and I knew I wanted to ride bikes and I wanted to go as fast as I could. So uh, to be honest, the first few years up until my early 20s to mid-20s, I didn't take a whole lot in other than trying to be the best I could be. Um, I didn't take a whole lot in about the culture or the countries or the landscape. Um, yeah, you just didn't really have an interest for it at that age. But it was it was quite bizarre and it got really bizarre once I got into Europe. Um, different languages and different weather and yeah, a whole lot to take in. Yeah, that must have been surreal. Like you say, you've travelled over 50 countries competing, and actually, like you say, when you get a bit older, you start listening a bit more about the culture and the countries you're in. For somebody from small town New Zealand, it must have been a real kick. Yeah, it was. You know, and the world was a much bigger place at that point. I remember calling home collect once a month, and, uh, you know, I used to write the odd facts to the parents. But yeah, it was yeah. No, uh, it was nothing like it is now, so um, you were very much on your own and you're very much fending for yourself, and um, good and bad things came of that. But that was definitely a kick, um, learning the different cultures and, and understanding how the world works in those areas was, it was really cool and definitely opened my eyes. Josh, when you look at the motocross circuits around the world from then compared to now, what's the biggest difference you've noticed? So the biggest difference now is there's a lot more development programs for younger riders coming through. Um, like most sports, you have to be good at a younger age and you have to be ready to go at a younger age. When I went over, it was more of an apprenticeship-style setup where you went in and you did your graph, you respected the elders, and you worked your way up into being successful. Now you have to be good, you have to be fast at a young age, otherwise they'll uh, take the next cab off the rank and, um, and keep moving forward. Also, back back in my time, it was uh, they were more so looking for riders European based, coming from bigger markets, bigger countries. Whereas now, the world being a smaller place, they're just looking for the fastest rider that, that's possible. So the pressure and expectation on somebody trying to break into the pro ranks must be immense. Yeah, a lot harder now than it was. It's just different, you know. You have to be quick at a younger age, but then at the same time, you have a whole lot more support. You have a whole lot. Uh, you have a bigger development program. When I was doing it, I was on my own, and it was just really me and my mechanic, and it was a, it was sort of just chip away at it and build up slowly. Whereas at a younger age, in these development teams now, you have trainers, you have mentors, you have coaches, 
and you have a lot more support and around being better at a younger age. Also, the whole um, model for motorsport has changed. You know, there's a lot more buying into teams at a younger age, paying your way. Um, but if you start to do well, I want a piece of that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely changing. I wouldn't say for better or for worse. I would just say different. Would you say, like, some Netflix with their Drive to Survive series, etc., is giving just, just um, motor racing in general, regardless of which one it is, is giving it a bigger profile around the world? Yeah, bigger profile and also a better understand, uh, understanding of how it works, how it works from a team, from a sponsorship, um, from a from being successful, from the media. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely a whole a whole bigger picture. I'd say motocross is a. I was very lucky to be, or fortunate to, to make it to the very top. So, um, yeah, it was, I'd have, I'd liken it to a to a less, slightly lesser scale than Drive to Survive, but very, very similar. What was the absolute highlight for you through your career that spanned quite a long time, almost bordering two decades? Well, any day that you win a world championship race and, and you know that you were the fastest in the world on that day, that's um, only happened to me 13 times, which, which sounds like a lot, maybe the listeners, but... Uh, not a lot. I would have liked a lot more. Um, so any, any time you're the fastest in the world, um, definitely those days would probably be the highlights of, of my career. And when you came towards the end of your career with um, doing what you were doing, Josh, was there a t- watershed moment for you? You decided, oh, I've had enough of this. It's time to give it away. Or did you have a plan in place as to when you wanted to finish up? Yeah, both. You know, I've been fortunate enough to work with some really good teammates and I've seen some of them struggle with life after sport. After sport, You know, um, they say a sportsman dies twice and uh, once when his career finishes, and I'd agree with that. Uh, you have to be really, really organised and focused and have good people around you to take that next step from the end of your career onto, uh, onto life after racing, in my case. However, I was organised for it, um, but it was still tough. And I was planning um, the whole way through, but I also know exactly the day it was when I decided I'd had enough. It was a cold, wet uh, day in North uh, England. Uh, it was raining. It snowed. It was. It was. It was time. I. I, I got back to the van or to the truck, and uh, I knew that uh, I didn't really want to be out there, and I knew that was the day. So we look forward to where we're going to this weekend, Josh. You're coming down from up there at Nelson, where you are currently, coming down to Southland to the um, kids' camp, the Yamaha Blue Crew Kids' Camp, happening over the weekend. Um, give a bit of an insight to what people can expect. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you fast-forwarded a lot there, but uh, obviously I retired in uh, 2012 yeah. and took on a role with Yamaha Motor New Zealand. At first it was looking after some just motocross racing activities. That's grown right out now to... My new role as motorsport manager, and one of the events um, outside of motorsport, I'm also handling some marketing events, and the Blue Crew Kids Camp is one of them. Basically, it's kids and parents uh, riding their motorcycles and having fun, enjoying the product, and enjoying riding their motorcycles as a family. Um, I'm really interested in trying to uh, help kids make that initial step into into riding motorbikes and bring them together as a family. So, uh, coming down for the one in uh, Southland. Looking forward to it. We were there last year and uh, we're building on it and um, looking forward to this weekend. You think the passion for riding motorbikes in New Zealand or particularly motocross bikes is as big as it ever has been just for Pimpool in general? Yeah, so sales is telling us that. Um, you know, a lot of kids grow up on farms, especially a lot of these listeners and, and um, in Southland especially. So, 
yeah, sales tell us that it's as strong as ever. Um, probably places to ride, values of land is, 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 is increasing and it's becoming harder, a lot more health and safety issues. So these events are sort of geared towards trying to um, support riders that want to ride in, in a controlled environment, a safe environment, and um, help improve their skills. Hey, Josh Coppins, thank you very much for your time this afternoon on the muster.